I'm Neil Cowling, the founder of Fresh Air, the UK's leading producer of podcasts for brands. And welcome to the third of our Fresh Ears mini-episodes recorded at Media360. As an event partner, we set up a mini-studio, or as some might call it, a table, in one of the side rooms of the Grand Hotel in Brighton, where Fresh Air's director of content, Michaela Hallam, could speak to some of the attendees in detail. We wanted to hear about their brands, and in particular, how audio as a medium fits into the strategy. Our first guest was Dom Dwight, the marketing director for Yorkshire Tea. He strolled into the room with a box of tea under his arm, much to Michaela's delight. My eyes lit up because I, I genuinely said to you, we are only allowed Yorkshire Tea in our house um, because it, it's the best, I think. Thank you. <laughs> so off the bat, without getting too stereotypical, I grew up in Yorkshire. Yorkshire has quite a distinctive sound in its own right. How much does the origins of the brand and the brand itself have in common in terms of how you might represent yourself in audio? Yeah, it's a good question. So when Yorkshire Tea was invented, 1977, so it's not as old as people yeah, think. Yeah, I like, was born. Ah, same. So, uh, yeah, I have an affinity with the brand I look after because we're the same age. Well, one thing, I'm conscious I'm not from Yorkshire, so I kind of am, but I'm married to a Yorkshire lady and I've produced some Yorkshire children and they definitely <laughs> sound differently to me. So, But the, there's a kind of thing about what is the sound of the Yorkshire region and the truth is it's a massive county and actually the Yorkshire accent varies hugely. And where Yorkshire tea is produced in Harrogate, the accent's actually pretty soft, you know, because Harrogate's quite a well-to-do area, so you get a blend of quite like hard accent and quite soft you know received pronunciation uh, on on the go as well so um to try and find like a sound in terms of tone of voice and accent that appe- that pleased everyone and hit the spot would be quite difficult we've actually had a problem with that in the past with previous campaigns when we had vo's where you try and find a good balance and no matter what you went for somebody would say that doesn't feel genuine or it's not representing that feels too hard me. or whatever yeah there's a difference, though, isn't it, between accent and tone of voice, mm. I think. And so if you were to sum up Yorkshire Tea's tone of voice, what words would you use? Well, the, the funny thing is we've used the phrase tone of voice for years to talk about not the audio, but about the, the kind of feeling that you get when you particularly engage with the brand on social media, which is sort of where I cut my teeth. And then when I got more involved in the advertising, we were trying to work out how do you take that tone of voice and make that come across through the advertising and all the big stuff as well which I think we now successfully do Um, and it's maybe a bit of an overused word now but I would say human is the key word for me just think it's really important to try and sound warm and authentic Um, but that includes a little bit of quirkiness you know because everybody's got their idiosyncrasies so you want to kind of ensure your tone doesn't feel too contrived and formulaic. It feels like comedy plays quite a vital role in the communications and 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 the brand um, at the heart of the brand as well would that be true yeah absolutely so um, I think I'm a big subscriber to this idea that you kind of everything that you put out into the world is is some form of content and content should either be entertaining or useful and where we stand I think most of the time we're going to go for entertaining rather than useful I feel like there's quite a lot of emotional heartbreaking stuff out there that can be very powerful but you don't want all of the content in the world to be that so I quite like the niche that we found where we can make people laugh yeah that is certainly true particularly of the tv advertising that I've seen I feel uh, quite nicely 
emotional towards it um, in, in a positive way. And I thought, ah, oh, Yorkshire tea. It just feels quite special. Beyond TV advertising, do you use any audio channels to, to market Yorkshire yeah, tea? Yeah, we've, um, we've had a few experiments. I would say we've never really landed on something that works that we're going to consistently keep going with. So we've done things like um, we did some lovely poems um, with Ian McMillan, the Yorkshire poet. Um, so that was an extension of this idea that whenever we do something at Yorkshire Tea, we do it to the nth degree of properness. So if you're going to do a poem, of course, we'd find like one of the world's best Yorkshire poets. And the nth all degree of things. properness, I yeah. like that. And uh, we're, we're really interested in, I'm, I'm particularly interested in podcasts. I've always ha- I've had this idea. I just think there's a pun crying out for the podcast. But uh, we've just never quite found a way to make it make sense yet. You heard it here first. Why? What do you think it is that hasn't worked, that you haven't continued with something? Or do you think it's been because it's been, I might be answering this erroneously for you, but because it's been attached to a particular campaign and therefore it's kind of had a life in its own right? Yeah, I think it, you know, I think it might actually be more to do with the strength of some of the other things that we're doing. So it's quite hard to get out from under the shadow of really effective TV strategy. And that is then kind of partnered by really effective social media and PR. So between those sort of two pillars, we often cover everything we need to do. And if we're interested in exploring audio, it often doesn't quite compete with the reach of TV. The reach and the ROI and the data. And then meanwhile, the sort of social and PR world allows us to do like an engagement or a richness that we haven't quite figured out how to do on audio yet. But like I said, we haven't really given up. And I think as we get bigger and we maybe get saturated in those spaces, then audio is kind of crying out as this underexplored space for us. We think there's a really, really strong relationship between social media and podcasts because they're both about community and driving community. Mm. Do you feel like Yorkshire Tea has a strong community in terms of its consumers? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound too cocky, but I'm, I don't just feel it like it's a fact. We, we've got this insane army of evangelists who, uh, I mean, it happened when we first met today it where, like, it, and it happens it's a regular occurrence you just if you if you walk into a room and you meet half a dozen people the chances are at least one of them is going to start it's about in their love of Yorkshire tea and they don't keep it to themselves so whether it's sort of on social media or in real life there's this kind of tendency for people to talk about the fact that they like Yorkshire tea and um, we like to sort of utilize that so I know that there's this kind of community of people that are passionate about our brand their brand um, and it kind of flies in the face of that Byron Sharp sort of mantra around there's no such thing as loyalty. And I'm not trying to suggest it's 100% loyalty, but we've definitely got a larger than normal group of people that are really into the brand, um, which we try and make it as much use of as we can. And I'm really interested in the point you made about podcasts possibly being like another aspect of that. I think, yeah, they're, they're, they're hugely strong community drivers. And it's that thing about being able to spend time with your brand that is longer than a two-minute video but that and it go to your point particularly about making content that is either useful or entertains <laughs> I think a lot of brands make the mistake of thinking that podcast just gives them 24 minutes to advertise at them <laughs> which is not what branded podcasts are do you have any sonic branding within your brand asset portfolio at the moment uh, yeah I, th- I was thinking about this so um I don't think we're that conscious about the sonic branding and it's kind of a really underutilized thing for us so there are a couple of things one would be aside from the celebs that feature in our tv campaigns the vo has been voiced by the same lady for the last seven years and i think that's really important this consistency because what she conveys i think is there's a it's understated but it's got like a warmth but there's also a 
a bit of a glint of humour that matches the tone of the ad. You can which, hear a glint in someone's yeah. eye. And um, we haven't pushed that very hard, so I don't know how recognisable her voice would be unless we sort of specifically ask someone to pay attention and think about it. And then we've had elements where we've previously used a brass band, um, but usually with a modern twist. So we'll have our, 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 we've got friends, a lovely band called the New York Brass Band. They're from York, not New York. Um, <laughs> And they often do kind of like modern pop covers, but do it in a brass band style, which is quite funny. Um, and that always feels like that could have been something that we could have done more and maybe made more famous. Are they a real brass band from York? Yes. So again, that just feeds back into the authenticity story as well, which I, I really yeah. like. Beyond adverts, and, we, and I think all of us will have seen your TV adverts and some social media content, what other channels do you use? What other content do you make? Over the years, we've tried lots of different stuff. I think, you know, so it varies from things like events and experiential activity. So not that long ago, we were official sponsors of the English cricket, the national English cricket team, their tea break. Yep. And um, that obviously involved sort of various forms of advertising. But the most powerful part was that we used to turn up in person and be at the games and during the tea break our little van which we call Little Earn so basically a converted ice cream van that serves tea would be kind of round the back with all the other stands and we'd be dishing out tea and we had various kind of cricket bingo and other games and things so I really want to try and create a I mean it's a bit of a hackneyed expression now isn't it this idea of a sort of customer experience but just sort of brand universe where when people encounter our advertising or they see a tweet or they meet some of our staff at a van at a cricket game or at some festival that it all joins up and it all comes across in the same way which maybe brings us all the way back around to the original point about tone you know I want the tone to feel when you see that advert, you get that same warm feeling, you get that same personality as you do when a person hands you a cup of tea from a Yorkshire tea van. There's again, it, there's a, that affiliation between your brand and podcast because of the ritual. There's a huge amount of ritual in a cup of tea and that spans from needing a cup of tea to sitting down for a cup of tea to... Mm. Uh, there are just so many points in your day where that ritual is so important to so many people um, and it feels that people listen to podcasts as, as a ritual and, and a habit as well and again I'm, I would say this but I'd love to explore the podcast um, the last thing that I wanted to ask you uh, before we let you go because you've only just arrived is do you always walk around with a box of Yorkshire tea <laughs> I probably should shouldn't I sometimes it would be practical I thought I should today because more often than not, when I turn up at conferences, especially conferences where I'm going to say something and be there as a representative of Yorkshire Tea, it shames me if there isn't Yorkshire Tea available at the hot drink stand. And it also bothers me because obviously whatever they're going to serve instead is not as good. So I just take this wherever I go and make sure. And I've bought plenty, so it's not just for me. <laughs> I love that. Thank you very much. So if you haven't gathered already, Michaela really loves both audio and Yorkshire tea. Huge thanks to Dom Dwight, their marketing director, for stopping by and giving us his insights. Later in this series, we'll be having conversations with Rightmove, Direct Line, Channel 4 and others. But in the meantime, goodbye and thank you very much for listening. Fresh air.